You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're really glad you're here today. I'm Leanne Dolan. I am the youngest sister. I live in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and a podcaster and a producer, and I'm excited to be here today for our holiday festive food special. I mean, we got a lot going on with that. And our question of the week from Julie Dolan, who's a master at these, is what holiday food product are you already stockpiling? Jewel? <laughs> Okay, well, Leanne, this is Julie Dolan, and I live in Texas, and I'm pretty sure there aren't any cranberry bogs close by. So for me, it's cranberries. You can't have enough bad yeah. cranberries. I get every time when I get them, see them in the store, I get nervous. I was like, I better start hoarding right now because there's going to be a cranberry shortage in Texas, no doubt. <laughs> okay, Liz. Okay, well, okay, this is Liz Dolan. I live in Santa Monica. I'm a marketer and a podcaster and not really a food stockpiler. I don't know why I would do that. The, uh, you know, it's only just me and the hoop. Uh, but one thing I do do is I try, there's always that last minute if you're going over to someone's house for a holiday event, like, oh my God, I forgot to get something. So extra uh, little boxes of chocolate or good bottles of wine. That's what I would have around to grab on my way out the door. Oh, Liz, very nice. That's very thoughtful. Uh, yeah, I applaud. I applaud. Well, I have a lot of different um, people coming to Thanksgiving this year in terms of dietary needs. So I have been stockpiling low salt vegetable stock because <laughs> I have some vegans coming, some vegetarians, uh, the gluten freeze are coming, you know, uh, the lactose intolerant. So uh, I just am going to be using a lot of vegetable stock this year. I feel, I feel like instead of chicken stock or butter or dairy. So that's what I'm doing. But um, you know, it's great that we have Claire Tansy on the show today. Claire is with us frequently, a food expert, um, a recipe developer. She is so fun to talk to, but she also just uncomplicates. That's her whole brand. She uncomplicates food, entertaining, and the holidays. And she is going to have a lot of great tips for us on potlucks and vegetarian and vegan options and, and uh, gifts, edible gifts from the home. Um, but she also has the Christmas cookie of 2022. So, oh. you know, you're oh. going to want to stay Can't tuned. wait to hear that, Lynn. That's bold, a big surprise reveal. Okay. Bold, bold prediction. Uh, okay, Julie, uh, you have a great entertaining sisters this week that I'm I'm excited about. Yes, Lynn, the Royal Nanny, Hallmark's Royal Nanny. It debuted over the weekend. We must talk, okay? <laughs> okay, I can't wait. It's the one I suggested you watch, and it delivered on all fronts. So we're going to break that down. We're going to break that down. And then, Liz, what do you got going on this show? Well, I, a little bit of a, I'm just calling it a double passport miracle, Leanne. It's a follow-up on a story that I did like a month ago that I had applied for a new passport through the State Department's new test online program. I have some results that I would like to share. Fantastic. All right. We also have a couple of special things for you. We have a great list of holiday books that we're recommending. So we're going to tell you a little bit about that. Julie is putting together a holiday games segment. We're going to tell mm -hmm. you, suggest some games. or And then we also have our big holiday wrap party. And we're going to give you some details on that too. But first, Liz, over to you. 
Okay. So double passport miracle sisters. So (laughs) when I mentioned this a month ago, I explained that I realized that my passport was almost within six months of expiring. And as international travelers know, like you can't leave the country if your passport is going to expire in the next six months. You know, you think like, oh, it's still good for another six months. No, it's not people. It's not. So I went online (laughs) and I hate mailing my passport in. That just seems so dangerous. So I went online to like state.gov, whatever it is. And they were running this special new pilot program for online renewal, where you didn't have to mail your passport away. You just get to upload a photo, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I tried that. And I thought, okay, they keep calling it a pilot program, which I think is their way of saying, like, we don't know if this is going to work. But sure enough, about two weeks ago, I got an email from the State Department saying, yes, your passport has been issued within two weeks. Of oh. actually uploading my photo. It was, That's it was pretty quick, Liz. Wow. Unbelievably fast. So the good news is it worked for me. The bad news is it won't work for you because I just went online. <laughs> <laughs> I just went online and the pilot program is over. So obviously they're going to like take in all of their information and launch it as a real thing. But not right now. It's not a real thing. But then there was one other part of the miracle. So I was away. I was up in Bend the last three weeks when I got that email. I came home. All of my mail had sort of jammed up in my box. I pulled it all out. Uh oh. Yeah. And no, no passport uh, or no, no mail from uh, state.gov or whoever. But then there was a little shopping bag that a neighbor had left to my front door, like taped tight, really, really shut, saying, uh, Hey, Liz, I found this in the junk bin. Uh, We have a junk bin in the lobby of my building where that's where you throw your junk mail. So you don't don't have to carry it upstairs and then carry it down to the car. Anyway, so somehow this is just a package. It ended up in the junk bin. Don't know what it is. Here you go. And I opened it up and it was my passport. So my passport came within moments of just getting thrown in the trash. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, and they never would have given you another passport. And I never would have known. I wouldn't have known that's what happened to it. And I, it probably would have taken me another month to think, huh, whatever happened to that passport? (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Anyway, that is a miracle. That is, that is your holiday miracle, Liz. Double passport miracle. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, I wanted to mention because the passport is involved here. You know, I'm already starting to think about Paris 2020. You got your Paris Olympics coming up. I know it's like, Oh, 2024. 2024. 2024. Yeah. So Paris 2024. And uh, so I'm ready with the passport now. Got a few other things I got to get lined up. But yesterday they announced the new French Olympic mascot. And you uh-huh. know, we are a family of mascot lovers, I think, in general. When you yes. Say- yes. yes. Got to have a mascot. Yes. Got to have a mascot. So this, I just love this. It's a very French choice that I would classify as sort of semi-surrealistic. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like it. I like it. Because the mascot itself is a hat. It's huh. a hat. And, you know, a lot of what you buy with the mascot on it is a hat. And so I'm <laughs> basically oh, imagine man. having a hat. That is a picture of a hat. That's what I mean about it being semi-surrealistic. I feel like this is very Magritte. Yes. Uh, but 
But there's there's another Lyle here. It is a French hat that is not a beret. Uh, wouldn't you thought if I said French hat, wouldn't you think beret? No, yeah, sister, that yes. would be my number one choice. Sure. No, this thing is called a freesia. And I know how to pronounce it because I heard them talking about it on the Today Show. <laughs> so, so we have La Frisia Olympique and La Frisia Paralympique. And these are red hats with eyes and legs. So the Frisia. Oh, wow. the Frisia are, there, are there eyes like melting off the hat, you know, in some kind of. But no, okay. no, but it's great because the uh, the Frisia uh, Paralympic, it's one leg and one blade. And then the Frisia Olympic is is two legs. So very inclusive. I like that. But what is a Frisia, you might ask? Leanne, maybe you know this because it is actually a classical thing. Okay. The, Fri- the Frisian cap is generally a soft red hat. It dates to headgear worn by freed slaves in Frisia, naturally, which is an ancient Greek kingdom in what is now Turkey. But huh. most, of, most of all, it's associated with revolutions. Americans wore it during the American Revolution, but especially during the French Revolution. Okay, okay. so the French actually wore this kind of hat, right? Yes. During okay. the, yes. 18th century, it was a big look, Julie. It was a symbol okay. of freedom. Big look. So the Frisia is back. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I think they're jaunty. I like them. <laughs> I'm all I think for all it. of those all of those mascots seem a little bizarre. Can I yes. say that? So, yes, uh, so this seems to be in the keeping with Olympic mascots. I mean, yeah. they've already, you know, gone beyond yeah. cute animals anyway. Okay. Ah, yeah, sure. Right. right. Good. Good. Uh-huh. Okay. No. A hat, just think of a hat of a hat of a hat. Very McGree. Liz, thank you. All right. Well, we must turn our attentions back now to this holiday show that we're doing. And I have done an extensive, extensive review of holiday trends for 2022. Okay. Just so that- I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take notes. You do. You do. Okay. Liz and Leanne, here's the headline for 2022. No more neutrals. Okay. This <laughs> this is the season of vibrant, joyful colors. Okay. You have to include that in everything that you do for the holiday. In fact, in fact, here is a fact. 20 there has been a fact is a fact. Also very agreed. And in fact, it in fact. Wait till you hear this. 20, there's been a 24% increase in the searches for colorful wreaths. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That is a fact. Okay. That is, <laughs> you see this trend, it's coming at us. Okay. So, so think vibrant colors, joyful colors, no more sort of calm. No, that's all out. You got to, you got to really bring it this holiday season. Okay. okay. Yeah. With that said, the other big trend that we're seeing is a lot of natural accents. So you remember when our mom spent perfectly good money uh, to uh, sending sending me a box of pine cones via UPS, right? Yes. Yes. She yes. believed in natural uh, accents. Okay, so I want you to get some branches. You need cones. Okay. You need sticks. You need rocks. Sure. You sure. need berries. Maybe even a little small pile of dirt or sand. Okay, mm. you really embrace that theme. Okay, okay, okay. Because here's another big thing, a big, big trend, according to bash.com, is you have to go big with 
over the top uh, decor. Okay. No, this is not the year to be subtle or to be restrained. You uh-huh. cannot go too big. Okay. So I want oh, you to okay. really embrace that. Now, Liz, I have one word for you. Are you ready yeah. for this? You might want yeah. to write this down. Okay. Tassels. Okay. <laughs> tassels. Where do tassels. I put okay. the tassels, Julie? Liz, do you have, first of all, do you have any tassels in your holiday decor plan? No. Right now. Okay. Well, you need to, you need to, you need to get some. Okay. You can put them on. You can put the tassels on your doorknobs, on dresser okay. door pulls. Uh, you can put them on uh, the chain pull on a fan. Tassels, Liz. Okay. Tassels. This is, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I I like having a concept. If tass- I, I'll I'll take this on board fully. Yes, I okay, know. Okay, it's so it's a relief to have a concept now. Thank you, Julie. Okay, Leon. Yeah. Okay, for you, what touches of? Oh, you need to incorporate touches of texture into your holiday decor. Have, do you have any chunky knits going? Okay, I, I think I'm wearing one right now. But that, but not wear it. Put it. Where okay. on the table? Where do I put? Oh, no, no. Where do on I put the, the chunky knit? Okay, uh, the, you can put that on your on your couches, on your chairs, but on the table, think plaid blankets. Have you ever used that as a tablecloth? A big no, because things would fall over. But okay, I think so too, Lynn. But according <laughs> okay. to House Beautiful, this makes a great tablecloth. I mean, okay. we can spill the turkey gravy on the big plaid blanket. How are you going to get that? Or wine? What's going to happen? Okay. I don't know. But okay. it's going to look fabulous. Julie, you, know this, you know this is bad advice, but you are sharing it anyway. <laughs> yes. This is what I yes. enjoy. Yes, indeed. A trend okay. is a trend. It does a trend. You just, you, no. I want you to put that plaid blanket on your table, mm-hmm. take a picture, and then you're going to be great. Well, here's what I do think you can do. You can go to Ikea. You can get a faux sheepskin uh, little thing, and you put that under your Christmas tree. Ooh, that is quite a mm-hmm. look. Okay, okay, that sounds pretty. I would okay. do that. Okay, what and here's your big word that you have to really incorporate fringe. Okay. Mm, okay. Martha says you need fringe and things. Okay. Mm. I don't know where. Just fringe it up. Okay. okay. That's all I can tell you. Okay. okay. Holiday uh, cocktails. I think we've got that under control. And we're going to be talking about that later in the show. Liz, I know you were talking before that you might have some get-togethers for the yeah, holiday. I might, yeah. You yeah, were yeah. saying that. Okay. I think I said get together. Okay, get together. Okay, okay, we get together. Home get-togethers are big, but here is a tip from Bash.com: unexpected entertainment, Liz. Okay, oh. think of something like tarot card readings, or perhaps you have one of those artists come and paint your group. See, oh. unexpected, unexpected. Things. I I think any entertaining by me is unexpected. So <laughs> okay, I'll give that some thought, Julie. I'll, I will. Okay. I'll give now this is thought. the final final tip. This is a big trend in 2022. We're all going to do it. Elaborate tablescapes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're we're this is this is well within our wheelhouse. Uh, longtime listeners will know that we had a tablescaping contest many years ago where the sisters, one sister pitted against the other sister. Yes. So we're experienced in this. So just ramp it up, girls, because that is a big trend this year to really go wild with your tablescapes. Okay, oh. to that, Julie, I would have to say also no. julie i have exciting news you know what i did yesterday for the first time in like three or four years i ordered holiday cards and guess what i ordered very vibrant 
vibrantly colored holiday cards because okay, I just Liam. thought those look fun and pretty and I'm going to go for that instead okay. of the more modern minimalistic look. I am on trend already, Jewel. You're on trend already. Okay. So you've got, you've got your words, fringe, tassels. Okay. No, and, <laughs> and no more neutrals. Okay. 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 All right. Got it. Check. All right. Coming up, Claire Tansy, she's going to add to our list of words that we need to remember and the best Christmas cookie of 2022. Stay with us. Leon and Julie here from Satellite Sisters, and we want to thank our friend Jenny Kane. Hi, Jenny. We love Jenny <laughs> Kane. We know you know it's a California brand through and through, and we love their staples because it makes getting dressed so easy. Minimalist, effortless, but totally refined. And hello, Julie Dolan, that's kind of you, minimalist, effortless, and totally refined. What have you been wearing from Jenny Kane this week? Leon, I love the cocoon cardigan. It's perfect for the hot again, cold again weather we're having. You know, this is sweater weather. And you can just pop on that cardigan. And even if you're wearing something schlumpy underneath, all of a sudden you look elevated and you're ready to go. <laughs> you look minimalist, effortless, and totally refined when you wear the cocoon cardigan. Yes, I do, Leanne. Uh, I get compliments on it, too, because it's just the perfect thing to put on. Well, that's why we love Jenny Kane, is that everything is beautifully designed and really flatters the wearer. So we want to encourage you to check out everything over at JennyKane.com. You're going to find your new uniform. What is it that you want to put on that just perks up your, your presentation? Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off their first order when they use code SISTERS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at JennyKane.com. And Jenny Kane is spelled J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E. JennyKane.com, promo code SISTERS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Thanks, Jenny. We are so happy at Satellite Sisters to have BritBox as a sponsor. You know, we love it. It's the streaming home of the best British television with exclusive mysteries, crime dramas, comedies, documentaries, and more. Julie, what's your fave? Vera, I love this show. I'm on season 11. I mean, Brenda Blethyn is such a great actress. And the character Liz Vera, I don't know if you've watched it, but she's essentially Margaret Thatcher in a trench coat, okay? <laughs> she is bossing people around and solving crime. I love her. Okay, well, I want to especially recommend Archie. Archie's a brand new limited series. It's starring Jason Isaacs as Archie Leach. Who is he? He's the man who became Harry Grant. And oh. you know what's so interesting about this is it's sort of about how he became a star in old Hollywood, how he went from being Archie Leach to being Cary Grant. But also because it's him growing up in old Hollywood, there are a lot of people in the in the movie playing Doris Day, Grace Kelly, George Burns. It's little snapshots of what it was like to become a movie star back in the day. So I really enjoyed it and recommend. So sign up for BritBox today to stream Archie and any other fan favorites from any device you have. So we have a special limited time offer. Get 50% off your first month when you sign up for the monthly plan, but only if you go to BritBox.com and use our promo code SISTERS at checkout. Got it? Don't wait. Get 50% off your first month. Use promo code SISTERS at BritBox.com. 
We're so happy to welcome Claire Tansy back to Satellite Sisters. Claire is a recipe developer, a cooking teacher, and the author of Dinner Uncomplicated, Fixing a Delicious Meal Every Night of the Week, and Uncomplicated, Taking the Stress Out of Home Cooking. But for us, she is a real satellite sister because she makes food easy, fun, and delicious. Her website is a treasure trove of recipes, classes, videos, and more. And her motto is comfort the uncomplicated recipes and game-changing tips, but stay for the bad puns and good laughs. Yay, Claire. <laughs> Welcome back to Satellite Sisters. Welcome back. Always delicious to be here. <laughs> now, do you get excited about this time of year building out your Hollywood re- your holiday recipe portfolio? <laughs> I do. I you know, I used to work in the magazine business and we were always 6 months ahead and so Christmas happened in July. And I found that that kind of drained my holiday joy out of me. Oh. Now, that I, now that I don't, now that I don't work for the magazine anymore, <laughs> I'm in. And especially this year, I feel like the last two years have been, let's say, rocky. Yeah, um, yeah. I am all in, one hundred percent. Like the more parties, the more casual get-togethers, the more lazy dinner parties, the more big dinner parties. I am so excited. Okay. I I feel that way too. Uh, I feel like we've had a lot of turkey sandwiches on the back porch over the last three years. That's been (laughs) our Thanksgiving strategy, but we're having a full house again this year. We're having 13 people at my house. And Claire, I made a request of you because you know what? I like to be all inclusive at my meals. (laughs) I like to include vegetarians and vegans and the lactose intolerant and the gluten-free, but it can be kind of complicated, (laughs) complicated (laughs) if you have all of those people at one meal as I do this year. So you're here to uncomplicate things for me. And I actually requested from you a vegan nut loaf recipe. So what do you got for me, Claire? Because I'd like to give my vegan friend uh, something to eat that's not turkey. Yes. Now I'm okay. So first of all, yes, we live in a time when you can't just serve the same old, same old and expect everybody to be happy. Right. And to your point, we want everybody to be happy. That's what hospitality is about. Right. Um, I do like to say that when it comes to vegetarian and vegan in particular, um, it's important to like reframe the main course concept. So many people come to me with your exact same question, Leanne, I need to like, you know, I've got a ham, I've got a turkey, and now I need a nut loaf or a something. <laughs> That's just what she asked. So that you, you can see you've gone wrong, Leanne, even before <laughs> even before you've started. Okay, Claire. Now I'm now I'm interested. What's going on? I will say that let's reframe this because you don't need to match the turkey or the ham with a like similar vegetarian hunk of protein. Um, that's kind of how we, the world ended up with the tofurkey. And I think we can all agree that was an experiment gone wrong, right? Like we don't want that. False start. False start. Yeah, it it was. So instead of the nut loaf, which honestly, I don't think it's a great addition to a holiday meal. I would say, okay, you're going to serve lots of dishes that are meat free. So for example, if you usually put meat in your stuffing, uh, do a half and half, some with meat, some without, cook some out of the turkey so that some has not be, been in touch with the turkey. Um, if you have, uh, I mean, I've got one of my most popular recipes is Brussels sprouts with bacon. Hey, guess what? You cook them without the bacon right. and have the bacon on the side. 
so it's it just like taking one step back there and serve lots and lots of dishes that are meat-free. Um, and then I like to add a really robust vegan or vegetarian vegetable course um, to kind of round out the meal. But you know what? If it's a buffet table, just like it always is in my family, everyone's going to take some of that vegan <laughs> Right, 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 right. You know, so you right. got to be ready for that, right? It's not just like we only have one portion. And it's for Susie. <laughs> right? no. um, so a bunch of recipes from my second book, Dinner Uncomplicated, would be amazing additions to a Thanksgiving buffet. So some vegan options. There's a sweet and sour eggplant caponata. It's oh, out of this world. It's like really simple stovetop braised um, uh, like peppers and eggplant with capers and olives and a bit of sweet and a bit of sour. Really delicious. You can make it in advance. I'll share the recipe with you. There are, of course, something like a sheet pan roasted vegetables. And then you just add a can of chickpeas, add a can of chickpeas to that. And okay. there you've got a protein, <laughs> yeah. proteiniousness, but you're not go, you're not making a, um, a, a tofurkey. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, if you feel really ambitious, you could make something like a vegan lasagna. But that's going to take you, I mean. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. You know, okay, yeah, great. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love the vegans. They're saving the planet. So I am always really happy to accommodate them. But lasagna is one of those things that everyone says, oh, make a lasagna. It's so easy. And you're oh not because it's a lot of work. It's so super. <laughs> and so <laughs> many pans. Yeah. It took me so long. I had, there is a lasagna in my second book and it's the only book. It's the only recipe that takes up two pages. Cause I'm like, wow. I, I don't know what else to do here. I love yeah. lasagna, but it's not on the uncomplicated. So yeah, that's what I would say. Reframe okay. the and just uh, spread out your, spread out your vegetable offerings and people will be happy. And yeah, put, you know, put the bacon on the side. I mean, Leon, you certainly do a lot of vegetables. So I, I think that's a really nice, you know, that's a nice way. And you can imagine a plate full of delicious and beautiful and colorful vegetables. I like it. I can't. We you just the, the with time the... that we, that when we have a roast dinner of any kind, and you know, I'm married to a British guy. So we have roast dinner every weekend, <laughs> even in July. Um, we always say, oh, you, know, you have your, you have your plate full of vegetables and all the beautiful side dishes. And then you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta carve out a little spot for some meat, right? Everything yeah, else right. in that buffet is going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's just with the vegans, you have to be careful because it's really no butter. It's no cheese. It's, yeah. it's vegetable stock. No honey, you know, it's all yeah. those things. No, yeah. no honey, no honey, no honey. Yeah. Think of the bees, <laughs> Liam. Think of the bees. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. You got to use oh, maple cause... syrup instead of honey. Okay. Well, you know, what about the trees? They don't care about the trees. They're dead. That's a different this. group, Leon. That's a different group. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Kate Claire, I'm reframing. Okay. This is exciting. I'm going to go back to my menu planning after the show is over. All right, awesome. Julie, you have a question. Yes, I do, Claire. I've got an upcoming holiday potluck. Well, I, I, you know, what should I bring? I want something that looks good. I, you know, that looks good on the table that has a nice presentation that everyone's going to want to eat because, uh, because it's a potluck and, you know, those are competitive, uh, right? Are, are you hosting or are you? No, I am not hosting. I'm not okay. hosting. I am bringing, um, this item to a potluck. Okay. Yes. All right. So now, first of all, before we even get to the dish, let's just make sure that you win the potluck. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. As far as the whoever is hosting it, uh -huh. so you're going to want to bring something that doesn't need to be baked or even heated up. I mean, that's basic, right? You know, and right. preferably you want to bring it in its own serving dish and yes. bring your own serving spoon. Yes. 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 Amen. Okay. Amen. Those are those are very strong, solid rules. Yes. That's an Edna Dolan rule. That yes. We, learned, yes. 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 So we got that. 
Now, thinking of uh, what we just talked about, the vegan, the the allergies, if you're able to find out, now usually it's the kind of thing that vegans and allergic people are very happy to, to tell you about uh, mm-hmm. in advance. But if you like, just find out if there's a vegan, if there's an allergy, um, you know, so that if you're bringing your broccoli with bacon and almonds, uh, you can maybe have the almonds and the bacon on the side for those vegetarian. Okay, okay. People. Do you but think that's a good, just good rule anyway? Like if, if it's some topping that could be objectionable or oh, that you could sep- I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough because like, sometimes that's just what makes the dish come together. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you can keep it separate until the last minute and then when you're, con- when you confirm that you don't have a nut allergy, you know, I don't know. I would say if you can keep it separate until the last minute, that's great. Okay. Um, but then you have to run around and say, make sure you put the almonds on the broccoli. To really <laughs> bring the dish together. Um, yeah, now, I, I assume as a guest, you've been assigned something like a vegetable. Or a vegetable. A okay. vegetable. Okay. Yes. Been, okay. I'm going to take you back to that sweet and sour eggplant caponata. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to suggest a sheet pan eggplant parmesan. Oh. you can see i'm big on eggplants see it's the yeah. ingredient of the year um, <laughs> it is so, oh okay there strong you strong there statement you, it, you um because it's uh delicious beautiful like really looks beautiful because as you said you want to bring something that really looks yeah I want, I want a wow statement with my potluck yes of course of course um and the thing with eggplant is it's good if it's uh cooked and then maybe reheated and then maybe takes a car trip and then gets a little bit reheated again it's fine something like broccoli no no you've got one chance with broccoli right you Mm -hmm. can't reheat that so you want to be thinking about vegetables that reheat really well so you know (laughs) corn would be fine Uh, but let's go with eggplant so i'm gonna i like i like the eggplant suggestions i think those are uh, unusual and yeah, yes. And, and then a little unexpected. Yes. Okay, good. And then my other suggestion, whenever it comes to eggplant or frankly, any dish, if, uh, if you can sprinkle feta on top of it, everyone can just love it. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Come on, right. It's going to be delicious. Everybody Salty nuggets of deliciousness. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Feta. Okay. <laughs> feta, even if it's on the side, it would be good. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Okay, Claire, I have a question. This is Liz. I I decided this is the year I'm going to do something unexpected, um, you know, which would be any kind of cooking at all, right? So, I mean, you've been a, a an important teacher of mine. So I was thinking like in the gift department, what could I make? I'm thinking of venturing into the edible homemade gift area. Like, wow. what if I... Amazing. You can, Amazing. You can, you can, <laughs> we're, all, we're all just, we're, uh, we're taking a, a step back, Liz. Edible <laughs> gifts by Liz. Something? Okay. There's something beyond the cookie. The, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to say these three words, edible homemade gift. Go. Yes. <laughs> well, fantastic. Uh, I, I'm actually, uh, uh, Liz, I'm teaching a whole freezer stocking workshop on this on December 4th, edible homemade oh. gifts. Or as I've been calling them gifts from your kitchen because in Canada where cannabis is legal, uh, anything that has the word edible in it, it might lead to something just <laughs> okay. side effects. So we're going okay. with gifts from your kitchen. Well, um, well I'm not ruling that, out that either, but okay. in California. So here are things that I love um, as gifts from your kitchen because they're great for you because you can make a giant batch and then freeze it 
and then just gift it as you see fit. Put it in a mason jar, put it in a pretty little package, um, but you're not having to do a lot of uh, scurrying around at the last minute, you know, baking things or drizzling chocolate over things. Yeah, I feel no, like that's probably no. not your, your speed. No, so, no. <laughs> or mason jars. Mason jars really I are know, not that may be a stump, Liz. I have a lot of mason jars because I was making a lot of Mama Capra's marinara oh, okay. during the peak of the fantastic. pandemic. So I'm, long, I'm long on mason jars. Okay, fantastic. Let's think mason jar gift then. But then all you need is a long ribbon of uh, like festive ribbon and you sure. just ribbon, ribbon that around the top and you're good. So how about this? Um, your own homemade granola. Got a great recipe in my first book. I can share it with you if you like. Granola. Oh my gosh. People love it because that's your Christmas morning. You can sprinkle it on your yogurt or you can have a handful of it. A fantastic little special gift. You can make it a little bit festive, put some like, you know, red cranberries and maybe some golden apricots in there. Make it very beautiful. You can put some holiday spices in there, cinnamon, allspice, that sort of thing. Mm, Unexpected. Unexpected. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Um, um, I also do a crunchy spiced nut. Now this can be uh, divisive because some people don't like nuts. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not friends with them, but uh, it's like a, it's a baked nut is also in my first book. Um, and you make this sort of, um, it's kind of like a flavor sauce. You take some egg whites only, beat them up with a little bit of sugar and spices, toss that all over the nuts and then bake them. And these things last for weeks and weeks. I mean, they're not going to last because you're going to eat them. They're absolutely mm-hmm. addictive to eat, but they're so delicious. And again, you can use some kind of holiday spices um, and that makes it feel quite festive. And then what would be a holiday spice? Like <laughs> cinnamon, ginger. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to let up. So ginger. Okay, good. Ginger. It's just, you know. spice. Pumpkin pie or, spice. Or, or you can go spicy with that, Liz. If you're yeah. like cayenne. Yeah. Cayenne. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Now here's the third one. Now this, this is actually going to be in my, uh, what I call my festive favors to your future self workshop. Mm. Um, It is an Earl Grey and vanilla syrup. So this is a really simple, beautiful syrup. You make it with some Earl Grey tea and vanilla. And then you package that in a mason jar would be okay. Preferably like a, I don't know, an upcycled maple syrup bottle. And this is what you use for cocktails, mocktails, and homemade London fog lattes. Wow. Very holiday, very festive. And honestly, if it could be easier, I mean, I don't know, my kid could make it and it is cheap and cheerful and beautiful and special and unique. Wow. Those are are all fantastic suggestions. Well, within my skill set. So I thank you. Do you have the ribbon, Liz? I was a little worried about that aspect of the gift. I can manage that, Joel. I think I can manage that. Claire, it's always so fun to talk to you because now I'm just writing notes uh, as as if I can't re-listen to this podcast uh, again. All right. So we've been building up to the best Christmas cookie of 2022. You always bring it at the end of the show with the special ingredient that were the miso, the tahini. We've heard eggplant. So in your opinion, what what Christmas cookie are you standing for in 2022? Well, I think I, I'm, I'm I think that there's a real move back towards the classics. Uh, there was a time where people were trying to mix it up, put lavender in their Christmas cookies. 100% yeah. no, we're going classics. You're going to yeah. see this year a lot of Rice Krispie treats. I mean, oh, it doesn't get more basic oh. than that, but with like <laughs> brown butter or, you know, a caramel, uh, salted caramel, something like that. Okay, mm. so that's fine. 
Here's what I'm going with, because it's uncomplicated. You can make a big batch of them in advance. Classic icebox shortbreads. Did you guys have these when you were growing up? They were a favorite of my mother's. No, no our mom didn't bake. No. no, fair enough. This is really simple. So you make a really simple shortbread dough. It's uh, it's butter, flour, and sugar. You can add in whatever you like. My personal preference is cherry and lemon. You roll it into a sausage shape, throw it in the freezer, and then slice and bake. They are perfection. So buttery, so crisp, so beautiful, and. That is what all, that's really all I want at Christmas time is that beautiful, simple, perfectly buttery shortbread cookie. So that is what I'm standing by. The icebox right. shortbread, no cutouts, no royal icing. No, <laughs> slice and bake. <laughs> slice and bake. That is my name all over it. Yes. <laughs> it's so tempting to try. And then I know I'll just burn the heck out of them. But um <laughs> Honestly, you get you get three cookies into decorating cookies and you think what 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 possessed me to yeah. do this? especially if you're going to have children involved no yeah. no just give the children a handful of candy and let them be have that <laughs> so Claire, like what uh, you in canada you've already had your thanksgiving what do you serve at a canadian thanksgiving uh it's, um probably sounds pretty familiar always okay. turkey turkey stuffing uh sweet potatoes mashed potatoes brussels sprouts usually peas uh, i mean the vegetables can be endless and then pumpkin pie and apple pie okay so it's yeah. it's basically the same menu all right yeah, do you yeah. do you do you make an american thanksgiving for any reason not that you should you you don't live here but <laughs> i i would love to but i'd say we already once we turn the corner after uh after halloween it's full holiday we're in full okay. holiday mode okay so on the weekend of american thanksgiving because of course we also don't have the holiday on the friday um, I'm having a big uh, Indian curry party. Having four couples over, making all kinds of different Indian curries. So you know that's how I'm branching it. Okay, I would love to go to your house for an Indian curry party. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Sorry that I don't live in Toronto. All right, Claire, you actually have like a pretty cool holiday recipe book that you've put together now for satellite yeah. sisters and misters uh, and smisters who are who are trying to get their act together for the holiday. It, we can find that at your website. Tell us a little bit about it. You sure can. It is called An Uncomplicated Holiday, and it is just the next in the series of Uncomplicated. And it's, you know, it's kind of exactly what I do, right? It's taking um, kind of traditional, classic, amazing recipes, making them extra delicious and extra uncomplicated. So it's the very best turkey you've ever had, which is a dry brine turkey. It's my very best stuffing, which is my most popular YouTube video ever of all time. My best pies, my best everything. So everything um, that you need for a really uncomplicated holiday feast is in there. Plus all of my very best kind of carefully selected tips for entertaining. Plus there's a work back schedule, which is what I always use so I can kind of prep in advance over a couple of days, just take an hour each day so that I'm, you know, not stressing on the day of, and my best vegetarian main course, which is a uh, kale and feta spanakopita pie mm -hmm. and leftovers, turkey pot pie. So it's everything, it's everything you need for the holiday. You can kind of stop scrolling, stop looking, get everything you need for the holiday in one place and it's on sale until black friday for just seven dollars okay that's great it's an ebook so you can use it on your tablet in the kitchen that's, right. that's fantastic yeah. all right claire thank you so much for being here this is so helpful uh i'm thank just going to claire re you're an inspiration i'm you're reframing inspiration. things i'm reframing, reframing things put a ribbon on it reframe it and put a ribbon on it. that's all you need to do <laughs>
<laughs> Claire Tansy, everybody will have links to her website and to her book and to the recipes that she mentioned in the show notes or in pep talk this week. So, uh, the, oh, and we'll spread them all over social media. Claire, thank you so much. Always such a pleasure. Happy, happy holidays, I guess. Happy holidays. You, you okay. do. Thanks, thanks Claire. Claire. Liz, it's the time of the show when I talk about my hair. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite times because you have very good hair, Leanne. I would say of all the sisters, you are at near the top. You and Monica both have excellent, full, thick hair. The rest of us, we're all along the spectrum. Okay. Well, I would like to thank Pros for my hair. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, because I have really been sticking with this Pros regimen for a couple of years now, and I keep adding pieces to it to really enrich my whole pros experience. I can't tell you, I get a lot of compliments on my hair. I'm very happy with my hair. I don't have too many bad hair days. Uh, and I feel like it's healthy hair, which is really yes. great. I, I'm not overworking it or overusing the products. They all work together, Liz. That's because at pros, you get you take that personal quiz, you know. Yeah. Yes. They're going to analyze 85 factors. And so they handpick clean, sustainably sourced ingredients that get me closer to my hair goals with every wash, Liz. Hair goals. I feel I like take... they understand your hair. By the time you get to the bottom of that list, 85 things, they know your hair. That's right. So I'm taking the hair vitamins. I take the hair vitamins. It's made a huge difference. That pros sends me every month. Great. I'll just take the vitamins, the shampoo, the conditioner. Sometimes I need the leave-in conditioner. Sometimes I need the pre-shampoo treatment. I use it all. It makes a huge difference. So pros, thank you so much. They are the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral too. If that's important to you, fantastic. Yeah, pros is a certified B Corp and an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. We love pros and we'd like you to try it. Get your own custom made-to-order hair care from Pros. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Okay, 50% off the first subscription order, plus 15% off and free shipping on every subscription order after that. Here's where you go. Go to pros.com slash sisters. And pros is P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. Thanks, pros. We're so grateful to have ButcherBox as a sponsor of Satellite Sisters. We're grateful, Liz, because delicious cuts of meat and fish come to our house, to our front door. They're frozen in perfectly proportioned, you know, pieces, and then we can cook them for a delicious dinner. What's not to be grateful for? I know. I know. And the best part is like, okay, let me use last night as an example. It got to be like 530. I'd been working in the house all day. Hadn't really gotten out. Hadn't done any shopping. I'm like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? And then I opened my freezer drawer and I had so many excellent butcher box choices. You know, there was a little New York strip there. There were some scallops there. I actually went with the chicken tenders, Liam. I love those chicken tenders. They're so cuts. delicious. I wouldn't have thought I would ever become a chicken tenders girl. They are so perfect for exactly the kind of night I was having last night. So thank you, ButcherBox, for the convenience. Not just for kids, chicken tenders. No, they're not for, no. they're just delicious. Yeah, delicious. We are talking about ButcherBox, of course. It's the ultimate convenience. Right to your doorstep, 
free shipping always, and you can curate those boxes so you get exactly what you want. And of course, it's high quality cuts at an amazing value. And you get these great exclusive member deals. So you never really know what's going to be in my box this month. You get to choose some fun stuff every month. So thank you, ButcherBox, for making our lives more convenient. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering Satellite Sisters listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Butcherbox.com slash sisters. Use code sisters. Thanks, Butcherbox. It's always so great to talk to Claire, isn't it? She really inspires. Like you just really want to get in there and start making granola, don't you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) she does. She makes everything sound doable. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Uncomplicated factor, but also everything has a little twist. It's spicy or it's different or it's unexpected. So yes, very inspired. All right. Well, that's what we're hoping for, for our holiday wrap party. That is coming up, Liz. It's coming up in December. Listen, Julie, we've done this for the last couple of years and mm-hmm. it's so fun. We're going to do it again. Uh, we're doing it on Sunday, December 11th. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to be on our YouTube channel. Liz, you're going to explain to people in a second what mm-hmm. YouTube is and how to access it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But I want to mention to people, that we want you to think about your toast for the year. We did this last year and it was a big hit. Post your toast. So we're going to ask the Satellite Sisters, Mr. and Mr. Hood to do it again. We want to hear your toast for this year or looking forward to the next year. And there are going to be prizes. But first, I'm going to let Liz explain YouTube to you. <laughs> yes, I'm sure everyone's looked up stuff on YouTube, but you may or may not know that there is a Satellite Sisters channel on YouTube. Uh, we post our podcast there every week and also other videos that we make along the way. So what you will see if you go there now is I created a special holiday wrap party video to explain to you what we're doing. And it's posted at the Satellite Sisters uh, YouTube channel now. And if you go there in the comments to that video, right? So in the comments to that video is where we want you to post your toast. Just very simple. You'll see when you get there, it's just me on the Cooking with Liz set. I'm hanging some lights, doing a few things, just getting excited for the holidays. And so you go there, you put, you post your toast in the comments. And then also while you're there, subscribe to the channel. So then you'll get, you know, you'll get notified when we go live with anything or when we post a new video. And here's the deal. The importance of posting all of the toasts in one place on our YouTube channel is there will be a prize, <gasps> right, Leanne? We Exciting. are going to have a drawing. Everyone who posts your toast will go into the drawing. And Leanne, Leanne has a very, very special prize. 
Well, I have just a few left. I really have just the one left. It's one of the Satellite Sisters pashminas. Uh, the beautiful off-white cream-colored pashmina that we offered in 2020 as part of our 20th anniversary. I have one left. That is going to be our prize. I'm going to pull a random name the day of the Christmas party, December 11th. Uh, but we welcome all toasts. But you have to post it over there on YouTube to be eligible for the drawing. And, okay. and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. That's we're yeah. just trying to get you over there, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you'll enjoy yourself once you get there. There's one thing I want. Right. To, <laughs> there's one thing I want to say about the. Is there video. any granola over there, Liz, or <laughs> yeah, cookie or something? So I, um, I originally made the video last night, and I posted it, and two of you out there, uh, um, actually had already posted your toast, but then when I looked at the video even though i'm holding up a sign that says the party is sunday december 11th i said saturday like five times i just oh shoot so, okay so oh, no. Wait, no i fixed it sunday. i fixed it so okay. this morning i did a new video so the the video that's there is correct you'll see that it's clearly shot in the morning not in the evening but for the two of you who already posted your toast, that's gone. That's wiped out. So you got to start again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, for the rest of you, it's super easy. Just go there in the comments, post your toast, and we will see you on Sunday, December 11th at 4 p.m. Eastern. No, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Right, right. Exactly. Perfect, Liz. Perfect. Okay. Well, can we talk about the Facebook group for a second? Sure. Because one of the other things that goes on at holidays, which is great for families of, you know, kids of all ages, is to play games, you know, after the big meal or before the big meal or sometime during the holiday weekend. And on our the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, Nancy asked the question, Hi, everyone. I am looking for game ideas to play with my family on Thanksgiving. I need something fun without a lot of complicated directions or rules for older adults, okay? Last year, I tried Ticket to Ride, and the grandparents struggled a bit with the rules. I, I am considering we see, but not sure. Thanks for the suggestions. And can I say, they are? there are so many suggestions at our Facebook group. If you're looking for like a new game to play with your family, Leanne, are you planning on any games for the holidays? You know, we usually do play some games. I actually might get a puzzle this year too. But um, yes. yeah, we usually play uh, apples to apples. It's kind of a fun game that we play um, where we sort of make up our own rules. So it's not that complicated, but we have a good time. But people suggested poetry for Neanderthals, um, they, Farkle, Bingo, Dominoes, Yahtzee, Spoons, and a game called Left, Right, Center, or Right, Left, Center, or something like that. <laughs> okay, but if you have a good game a suggestion, go on over to the Facebook group and post it there. You'll see the post. And, I mean, I think this is a great idea. I'm going to think of a new game to incorporate with our family gathering this year. So uh, we tried to play Risk last year year with with the kids, and oh. there were tears. There were a lot of tears. So, uh, <laughs> that's all I can say. This Risk is complicated. Yes, it's complicated. And... They're winners and losers. It was a bad yeah. idea, Leanne. Yes, okay. it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Um, You know what? We also put together a really nice book list for everybody over at bookshop.org. It's really easy to make book lists and uh, very colorful there. You can buy the books there and help support indie bookstores, but all kinds of different books for different kinds of people on your list. We have have novels, we have biographies, we have nonfiction books, there's some travel books, we have a poetry book, there's an Emily in Paris insider's guide that I know our people are going to want. Uh, Julie, you put together a beautiful list of um, books for kids of different ages. Mm-hmm. So just you pick like six books. Uh, yeah. Those all look great. What's your secret to that list? Well, here's my uh, Urban Nana pro tip is I always try to get new books, books that have been published like this year or last year to give to grandchildren, because I'm never sure what they have at their house, you know, in terms of books. But if you go with a new title, uh, the chances are they don't, they don't already have it. So that's my suggestion. So I think I've picked out some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, really beautiful ones. I liked looking at your list. Also, there are, there is a puzzle there. There's a thousand piece puzzle of a beautiful turkey. And I thought I might get that for Thanksgiving. That might be fun. And, um, there's a game there called Lizzie and Darcy. It's a Jane Austen matchmaking board game. So I thought oh. <laughs> that sounded fun. We have cookbooks. It's just a really robust list of 35 books. They look great. So we're going to put links to all to that list in the show notes and spread it around uh, on the website and also in pep talk. But if you're wondering, hmm, what should I get the book lover in my life? We've taken care of that for you. We've done it. So don't worry. We got lists upon lists this year. <laughs> all right. That's time for entertaining sisters. Um, Julie, I'm excited for this yes. because a couple weeks ago, I went through the whole Hallmark schedule and I picked out a movie just for you. It's called The yes. Royal Nanny. And I feel like it, del- and then I texted you this week, like set your DVR, The Royal Nanny is on this week. Did it deliver or did it deliver? Uh, I, Leon, I am so glad you sent me that message. You know, I had been interested to watch it, but I certainly didn't want to miss it. Now, this is The Royal Nam- Nanny which is on the Hallmark Channel. This is the story of an MI5 agent, Claire, who goes undercover as a royal nanny and must, (laughs) okay, Liz, stick with me, and must overcome the challenges of her assignment, which are many, at the same time resisting the charms of Prince Colin while keeping the family all safe, of course, at Christmas. Okay. If this, Leanne, I just think this broke new ground for Hallmark. Don't you think? I, well, first of all, there was an actual plot. Like yes. I had to put down the magazines and catalogs I usually thumb through to focus on the plot. Things were happening in this movie. Leanne, I had the movie on on Sunday. My husband was sort of wandering around he sat down and started to watch it as well. You know, his favorite movie is Born Identity. So right. anything with this has spies, it has betrayal. There's a red herring in this. I mean, there's scenes of London, right? Yeah. British accents, okay? And at one point, I was sort of moving away from the set. He's like, get back here. I think the kiss is coming right now. <laughs> I mean, he was in deep, in deep, okay? So this, this nanny has to deal with a terror plot, Liz, okay? Wow. But first of all, because she's an MI5 agent, and of course she's an orphan because it's Hallmark, Liz, okay? (laughs) Okay? 
She has to learn how to be a nanny in 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> and she has to learn like how to. Me. Yes. <laughs> okay. And she has to learn how to pin an assailant with an umbrella, Liz. Okay. And this isn't like a 007 umbrella that has secret weapons. It's just a regular umbrella. It's like a Mary Poppins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, okay. I mean, this is exciting. It's new ground. Um, of course, you have familiar scenes. There's a Christmas charity. There's a Christmas ball. Thank goodness. Right, Lynn? I mean. Oh, but- yes. Yes. I, they could have done something more with her hair at the Christmas ball. But other than that. <laughs> She didn't really have much time. I agree with you on that one comment. I do think it was a little reminiscent of Alias, the show Alias, Leon. What? Do you yes. Think? Yes. I mean, yes, the most benign version of my beloved Alias ever. But yeah, fantastic. I loved it. I, I actually thought it was fun. Plus, I like that they didn't even make up a country like they usually do in Hallmark movies. It was just England. This was supposed to be the British royal family. <laughs> And yes. they appeared to have nothing to do all day, is basically what I would say. <laughs> yes. Well, that's okay. The star, Rachel Scarston, was is very good and believable. I think she does a good job carrying the show. And so as an added bonus, I think if you have you know, somebody in your household that's skeptical of Hallmark movies, this could be the entryway into the wonderful world of Hallmark for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's playing about a a dozen more times between now and Christmas. And you can find the showtimes at the Hallmark site, uh, but or just set your DVR for the Royal Nanny. But really fresh, fresh new ground. I agree with you, Julie. Something was happening there. It was fun. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to make a potentially controversial recommendation that is really at the opposite end of the emotional scale. Um, And this movie is called The Banshees of Inishirin. You may have heard about it. It stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. And it all takes place on a beautiful, isolated island off the coast of Ireland during the Irish Civil War in the early 20s. Okay, here's the thing about this movie. It is super duper sad. Okay. Okay. The music is. That's important to know. The music is sad flute. The people play sad fiddles. There's they're sad people. They're sad mini donkeys. It's, it's much like Ireland during the 20s and the Irish people themselves. It is sad and poetic and sad and beautiful. It's very sad. Uh, so <laughs> Carrie posted about this in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. Chris said, Chris said she cried the ugly cry for half the movie, but thought it was really good. Now, Kate and Judy both did not like it. And I have to say, for some very legit reasons. I cannot I cannot disagree with what Kate and Judy said. And yet, I went to see this with our brother Dick and our sister-in-law Susan, and all of us really liked it, even though it's very sad. So okay. <laughs> it's, being, it's being marketed as like a black comedy. I, no, it's just very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so that's my recommendation, The Banshees of Inishirin. Um, But then another request from the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, Fran wanted to know, are we going to talk about the Stephen Colbert pickleball special that is running this week? <laughs> what What is this thing, Liz? I can't, I can't. What is it? What, yeah. what is it? I, I'm actually playing pickleball. I'm not watching this, but well, yeah. what is this about? Yes. Okay. So the hilarious Stephen Colbert is doing a two-hour celebrity 
pickle turn pickleball tournament this Thursday, November 17th on CBS. The title of the show is Pickled. And uh, he's got sportscasters Bill Raftery and Carrie Champion on to comment on what they're calling pickleball antics. So we'll look forward to that. <laughs> and it, it's everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Will Ferrell to Emma Watson. So, you know, this is going to be funny. And then Colbert said, the appeal of pickleball is obviously that anyone can play. And his quote is, you really get the sense that the best pickleball player in the world is only about twice as good as the worst pickleball player. So anyway, pickled on CBS this Thursday night, November 17th. Sounds like a riot. Okay. Unexpected recommendation from you, Liz. All right. Maybe maybe I'll put it on the DVR. If you put the royal okay. nanny on your DVR. OK. All okay. right. We would like to to thank uh, to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio. We'd like to thank Emily Loudermilk, who does the graphics for our show. They're always so fun. If you want to see Emily's work, please follow us on Instagram at Sat Sisters or subscribe to Pep Talk, our weekly newsletter, which is going to be weekly for the next few weeks. I'm getting it out, sisters, <laughs> making it happen. Um, we would also like to thank all of our sponsors. Thank you so much. And thanks to you for supporting our sponsors. It is actually how the show continues to be produced. And we really appreciate you supporting um, the sponsors that we have. We we work hard to find and uh, pick good sponsors who sell things that we think you like, that we like, and companies that we believe in. So we appreciate the support, as do they. All right, sisters. I mean, this has been a really fun, festive mm-hmm. food, holiday, uh, mm-hmm. entertainment extravaganza. Uh, I've really enjoyed the show. Um, so <laughs> let's go to our to-do list. Jewel, what do you got? Well, I'm very excited um, for for the first time ever. I'm going to a Friendsgiving this week. Uh, our book club has decided to have a friends Friendsgiving for our meetings. So this will be a first for me. Uh, I'm bringing cranberry sauces, okay, to the, to the event, and I'm looking forward to it. Maybe some cranberry cranberry bread as well. And no wonder you need all those cranberries. Yes. No wonder you're hoarding the cranberries. You have multiple Thanksgivings to bring the sauce to. You know, I've never been invited to a Friendsgiving. I'd like to go to one someday. That sounded sad and pathetic, but oh, well. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's on your to-do right. list? <laughs> well, you know what? I need to unpack the turkeys. I mean, I haven't even really decorated for Thanksgiving the last couple of years. And as I, I hold a lot of um, turkeys given to me mainly by our mom over the years, but also I've bought my own set of turkeys and people have given me turkeys. So I got to go down into the basement, unpack those turkeys and start doing the decorating. Because as we know from your trends uh, segment, Julie, over the top tablescaping yes. <laughs> is going to be happening. So I got to... I got to get on it. No neutrals, man. No neutrals. You got to right, get Liz, what are you up to? on board. Fringe on board. Okay. So, um, you know, other than stockpiling tassels, which I now know is, <laughs> I'll be spending a lot more time at home in Los Angeles these holidays. Lots of times I go up to Oregon for the holidays or, or visit friends or family, but I'm really going to be home most of the time. And one of my favorite things to do during the holiday season is to like buy tickets to a holiday show, round up a bunch of friends and like all go to a concert together or a play together or whatever it is. I was about to say I'll go ice skating together, but no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not back into ice skating condition with old lefty. Anyway, a little holiday entertaining out around the city of Los Angeles doing fun things. I gotta, gotta get that stuff scheduled. 
All right, Liz, that sounds great. Hey, sisters, have a good week. You You too, too, Liam. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.